This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. So for the rest of the summer, I am enjoying sharing your stories. It's one of my favorite things to do is get people together, sharing who we really are and talking too about those rare but magical glimpses into all that is. We live in this great, big, magical universe, and life itself is mostly mystery. There's so very much to explore with what's going on inside of us, and so very much to explore with what's going on outside of us. And I was grateful to hear from Kimberly, who was moved by last week's show. She wrote an email, Hi Casey, I have to tell you that I'm generally not up early enough on the weekends to catch your show. I work long hours during the week and I enjoy sleeping in when I can. However, today I had to drive my daughter into work and I happened to catch part of it. It's funny how the one that I caught was about serendipity. I cannot tell you, she writes, how much I enjoyed listening to Joy's Cape Cod story. I love things like that and truly believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in always following your gut. So I have to tell you one of my serendipitous moments. We've just marked the fourth year since my ex-husband unexpectedly passed away, though not together we remained close for the sake of our children. When we were together, we had this ritual of going up to the DJ at every wedding we attended and requested the same two songs. I would request Bob Seger, Old Time Rock and Roll. He would request Tainted Love by Soft Cell. 100% of the time, they would play my request, but very rarely his. At our own wedding, our own DJ told him she would play it, but it wasn't really a wedding song. This used to frustrate him, as I was clearly winning the unspoken bet. Kimberly writes, about a month after he passed, I was overcome by this enormous wave of grief and I began crying silently at my desk. I looked up and spoke to him and said, Darren, if you are listening, please give me a sign that you're okay. I have to add, we always have WHUD playing in the office. The next song you played was Tainted Love. The tears that flowed as soon as I heard that song were enormous, as well as a sense of relief and peace. That night I had a dream that Darren spoke to me and said, please don't worry about me, I'm okay, it's beautiful here. I will see you when you get here. He had such a hard time achieving peace and happiness here on earth, and finally he found it. He had also finally had his song played. Long before he passed, I entered a relationship with a wonderful man who treats my children as his own and is an all-around stand-up guy. Two years ago, we married. The DJ played Tainted Love at my request. My husband works at Graymore. Coincidentally, that's where you are today. Another little coincidence. Thank you for listening to my story, Kimberly writes. I'll make it a point to set my alarm for this show every Sunday, as I thoroughly enjoyed it this morning. Kimberly, I am so grateful for this letter because I'm honored that you'd share your story with me, and I know this is going to touch so many other people who have heard just that right song at just that right moment. Here's some good news. You really can sleep in on Sundays because you can always find the Shine On podcast at caseysplace.com.
More stories on the way. We're brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorder treatments don't work, contact them to learn more about this game-changing therapy at nyketamine.com. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey, and we are shining on with your stories. I first met Adele in college. We were both freshmen in a tiny school, and I was not my best self. First of all, I was not made for sleeping in a room with strangers. That's just weird. And second of all, I like that my sheets match my comforter, match my curtains. That's the kind of girl I am. So, of course, I was ridiculed. at every college I went to. And I went to three. But I remember Adele for the kindness she showed me. Adele's kindness and what looked to me like groundedness and sense of self. Adele, to me, seemed confident. Adele seemed strong, determined, focused, grounded. I come back to that word grounded. And Adele also had a visible facial difference. There was an asymmetry to her appearance. I always remembered Adele fondly after I left that school and was so surprised years later, in fact, very recently, when she showed up at one of my retreats. And I said, Adele? My Adele? It was good to catch up, but not in college or decades later did we discuss her facial difference until today. I posted on our Facebook group, A Circle of Women, which if you are a woman, you are welcome to join. And I said, I want to tell people stories. And Adele reached out with something to share. And what I love is, you're going to hear it in her voice. You're going to hear she's still the same Adele, strong and, and grounded and smart and focused. And now she's telling her story. It's a long story, but I really don't know where to start. But I think it's a story of triumph through um, adversity. So, you know, I had a lot of challenges throughout the years. And I think I've kicked butt (laughs) through it all. You know, I um, grew up having a facial difference. That's what we call it. And it's a lot of different challenges those people aren't aware of that we face. You know, moving up the ladder, I was married. I lost my husband. After that, I got cancer. So it's just like bang, 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 like one thing after another. But, um, you know, this story is more in depth than just that surface business. So a facial difference, something you were born with? No, actually, I wasn't. It was because of the condition I have. It's progressive. So something may have triggered it. So it's a, um, a progressive atrophy, which is Half my face is wasting away, and it's going to continue for the rest of my life. (laughs) So, but, um, you know, it's challenging. How old were you when you learned that? Well, I self-diagnosed myself when I was 39. So it was a long time to go without knowing what the heck was going on. What did your doctor say before then? Well, because it's a rare disorder, they really have no idea what what it was. I never got any information from any doctors because... They just didn't know. And how did your family deal with it? Uh, 
basically ignored it. I mean, it was just, that was who I was, you know. Everybody had their little thing, and that was mine, I guess. You know, I, I dealt with it with a lot of sorrow, a lot of anger, a lot of disbelief. But, you know, I plowed through it. I made, made sure I set goals, and I went after them, and I, and I did everything I set out to do. So it didn't stop me, but it challenged me. Yeah. All right. So tell me about these goals that you set out to do. I needed to go get an education. I, you know, I went to college. I, I got married. I had children. You know, I basically did whatever I wanted to do. I just, like I said, there was always an underlying challenge. I became a teacher. And how did the students accept you? Oh, they loved me. I had no, 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 ever any issues with students. They were just, uh, they would defend me in battle if they needed to. Mm. <laughs> you know, my I never brought it up, but my way of teaching children about diversity and acceptance and our differences, we were all different. I, I presented it in a way of reading different stories, children's stories that kind of hmm, led to conversation. So a successful education, a successful career. Then you mentioned your husband passed and you got cancer after that. Right. So my husband died unexpectedly six years ago. So that threw me off course. <laughs> and then about a year after he passed, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that's when I, I was up there at the retreat. I was, still had my head covered with my schmatzel on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think... It allowed me to stop and just realize how much I already had, you know, and just a little bit of a wake-up call. The cancer. But it was another challenge, yeah. Yeah. Now, you started telling your story by saying you kicked butt, and you have. You know, you've, you've pushed through many challenges, many dramatic challenges. What is it in you that helped you do that? I think I'm a stubborn Italian woman. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't take no for an answer. And when the challenge is presented to me, I'll take a different route to achieve the same outcome, you know. I'll just find different ways to uh, creative, innovative ways to meet my goals and my objectives in life. So... Yeah, interesting stuff, Casey. (laughs) And what are your goals for the future? All right, so I belong, well, I have a Facebook group called Adults with Facial Differences. So as an adult, well, as a child, I didn't grow up with any kind of support or camaraderie or community to support all the challenges I was faced. So I created a group to corral other adults who had the same experiences I have had. So, my next project, I'm working with someone to have an adult retreat uh, next year. That's something that's been on my plate for 20 years, but this time I want to see it come to fruition. (laughs) That's where I'm heading in the next chapter of my life. I already have it planned, you know, I spoke to someone and like five minutes later I sent her the the itinerary for a whole weekend. Beautiful. Beautiful. I will support you in any way I can to help you get this off the ground. Where are you going to have it? Do you know? She's talking about this place in New Hampshire called Camp Reflection. So they host retreats for people with dwarfism. They host retreats for children with facial differences. They host a 
a variety of retreats, but no one's ever held a, an all-adult retreat in the States. I've gone to retreat Canada for this issue, but there are retreats that have children. You know, this is a big deal for catering to children, but, you know, I'm past that stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still important as an adult to meet your peers Absolutely. and share your experiences. Absolutely. And um, it gives us a chance to catch up on what we've missed. You know, a lot of these people missed out on going to prom or dates or um, feeling uh, comfortable getting a job. It's, it's so, there's so many different facets to this. Unless you're in the community, you're really, nobody's really aware of what goes on. It's like a little sub, it's a, it's a minority, I guess. What do do we call it these days? Marginalized. Yes. That's the best word. I'm looking for marginalized. That's the word. All right. Well, I wish you so much success. Thank you. Do you feel marginalized still? Oh, absolutely. You know, well, you know, it's a little easier now that I'm retired and I'm not dealing with a lot of stupidity. (laughs) You know, at work, I was dealing with a lot of microaggression, you know, people wouldn't be nasty to me, but they wouldn't talk to me. They would be just, it would be almost like invisible. So people don't even realize they're doing it, but there is a lot of uh, microaggression that goes on at work, in the community, in the school. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting stuff. What can you tell the people listening who want to get it right? When we meet someone with a facial difference, what is our best route for best behavior that will make you most comfortable? I think, first of all, is to establish eye contact, make the person feel comfortable. Don't overdo it, but just like you're meeting anybody else in the course of your day, just talk to us. You know, a lot of times people are complaining that they're talked over. If they're in a store with someone else, the person with the difference will be totally ignored, and the person that appears average or normal, that's the person that the counter person will talk to. A lot of times people think we have low intelligence, far from the truth. Just carry on your day as if we're just another person, not to be uh, overlooked, but also not to be overextended to the point where it becomes ridiculous. (laughs) Right, overcompensation. Right, right. Gotcha. And I'm just feeling brave enough now, I'm 63, that I'm, I'm ready to tell my story and get it out there. Adele, just feeling brave enough now at 63 to tell her story and get it out there. She's got more work to do. And if you'd like to know about the retreat that Adele is planning for people with a facial difference, get in touch with me and I'll put you in touch with her. Hi, it's Casey, and you're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. And simply put, this summer, we are telling your stories. So if you have a life story to share, maybe it's about overcoming challenges, maybe it's about coincidence or serendipity, you tell me. Reach out at caseysplace.com. There's more to share coming right up. Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. Visit nyketamine.com. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. 
Hi, it's Casey. This is Shine On, the health and happiness show heard first on the radio in the Hudson Valley, and then it goes out into a podcast all over the world each and every week. Keep in touch with me at caseysplace.com. Cindy Spiegel is an author. She wrote a book, in fact, about positive psychology a few years back, but her latest book is called Micro Joys. Finding hope, especially when life is not okay. Here's Cindy's story. When we are in the depth of our own hardest things, we can still find respite in moments of joy that are already in front of us, like a bird on a tree in the middle of a snowstorm, you know? Uh, Looking at a child that is smiling, a smile from a barista while you're getting your coffee. A micro joy is not a small joy, but instead it is something that is there regardless of what you are going through, and it is always there. How did you find this to be? Oof. Well, that's that's a big question because in 2020, while we were in the midst of a global pandemic, I experienced compound loss, compound grief, and it, it was literally within a 10-month period of time, my nephew was killed, my mom passed away, my brother went into cardiac arrest, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I share that to say that I was in the midst of the most difficult things. And though I have always been an optimist, I could not positive think my way out of where I was. I couldn't think of anything to be positive about when I was going through that. I didn't want to create a silver lining. I simply wanted to exist and to feel the feelings of loss and grief. And these moments started to appear to me that I didn't have to look for, you know, and I I started calling them micro joys, but not because they're small. It's only because they were easily accessible. While I was grieving, I didn't have to go out and find them. They were there no matter what. I would look outside of my window and there were squirrels chasing each other around, you know, And, and it pulled me out of my own grief. For a moment, mm. it was these momentary sort of experiences of respite. So they came from the depth of loss, but they are available to us even on the most ordinary of days if we pay attention to them. What do you think was in you or outside of you that allowed you to recognize them? Because a lot of people could have been feeling the way you were feeling and never see the squirrels. You know, I'm an optimist. I've always been an optimist. But in 2018, I actually wrote a book about positive thinking. So I am a deep believer in the power of positive psychology anyway. So I'd say that my brain is, it works in such a way that I am often looking for these beautiful moments. But, and I found that when I was in the midst of it, I needed to... I needed to experience them differently. I couldn't force them. I didn't want to think positively. And and this this idea of building a mindset of micro joys, these easily attainable moments of joy, it is something that we can teach ourselves. Yes. So though I am an optimist and you are an optimist, even if you're not an optimist, you can teach yourself to seek out these moments of joy that already exist. And that's what I think is so powerful about them. That's author Cindy Spiegel. Her book is called Micro Joys, Finding Hope, Especially When Life Is Not Okay. I love the term micro joys. It's not that the joy is small. It's that the thing you're witnessing, the little gift, is right there before your eyes in so many little things. The bird, the squirrel, 
that first wonderful cup of coffee in the morning, that fabulous feeling when you finally stretch out in bed at night, hearing the theme as you sit down to watch your favorite TV show, micro joys. We're going to look for those. And we'll be back with our thought for the day right after this. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. This is Sean on the Health and Happiness Show, and we had a wonderful retreat last weekend at Graymore in Garrison. Lots of new faces. Hello, ladies. I'm happy that you found me here. And it was wonderful exploring the theme, you are what you seek. I hope you're using all your tools. And thank you for sharing your stories with us over the weekend. Our next weekend retreat is very close to being sold out at Marriondale in Ossining. The theme is, we're definitely going to speak about the power of your voice, but it's not only your external voice, it's the internal voice as well. And we're bringing in some experts in intuition. They'll teach us how to trust the relationship we have with that small, still voice within. A group of intuitives called the Domestics will join us, and they're going to put on a show. We're also going to have restorative yoga in the evening and gentle yoga in the morning. We'll take a shamanic drum healing journey. We'll also play in the pool and take some nature walks and enjoy the Hudson River views. Check it out. So visit caseysplace.com or mariondale.org and sign up for that weekend soon. It's August 18th through the 20th. After that, on October 21st, we're back to Graymore for our one-day retreat. It's called a Day of Gratitude. That's just me and you filling up our cups. And I hope you fill up your weekend with lots of those micro joys. I celebrated a pretty big joy the other night, and that was a win in the best of Westchester. Thank you for the excuse to pause and celebrate the privilege it is to have a job in radio doing what you love and do not take it for granted our thought for the day is from tony bennett who said to me life is a gift and it's a blessing just to be alive and each person should learn what a gift it is to be alive no matter how tough things get shine on you've been listening to shine on the health and happiness show with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on.